listening to Package Your Genius, a conversation designed to give you clarity on your calling and serve as a catalyst for your career. I'm your host, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. So as you can probably hear, I am not in the comfort of my super quiet podcast station at home. I am in the wild. Really, if you consider the wild, the patio at the Ritz-Carlton. And I am out here because I just wrapped up my afternoon of self-care where I took myself myself to get a massage. Um here after accompanying one of our maximum exposure students to her television segment this morning. So I am feeling good, feeling relaxed, feeling focused and ready for um, a busy weekend and a busy week of travel next week. Um, And I decided that I was going to start scheduling these massages every other week after having an amazing one a couple weeks ago um, at the Ritz-Carlton in Naples, Florida. If you're ever there, definitely go check out the spa. But anyway, I'm in the wild because I want to keep the challenge going and um, location should not be a deterrent. So I am coming to you from where I am. What I wanted to share with you today is something I've been seeing with people in every facet of life, of my life anyway. So from my family members, to clients, to students, to friends. And most recently it was sparked, or at least the idea was sparked, and I think there's a, an airplane going overhead. But the idea was sparked by my son yesterday who told me that Upon, quote unquote, graduating from his elementary school, he had decided that, you know, his place with girls was in the friend zone. And first of all, that's hilarious. Um, But second of all, you know, it was kind of alarming that he had already started to put a label on himself um, at only 10 years old. And so I asked him to tell me more about this idea that he lives in the friend zone and he was like well you know if I tell a girl that I like her she usually just wants to be friends and you know whenever I tell a girl that I like her as more than friends she's like well no I want to be friends or I like you as a friend and so of course I pushed back as any coach would do and any mom which is the ultimate coaching role would do and I asked him about the girls that he has approached and told that he liked them and was interested in, you know, I mean, not that there's anything you can really do beyond what you would do as friends at age 10, but, um, you know, what had happened when he spoke up and expressed interest and who were the people that he had spoken up to and expressed this interest to. And so he rattled off four names starting with kindergarten so he's someone he told in kindergarten or first grade someone he told in second grade someone he told third grade and someone he told in fourth grade and so it was a total of four girls and I said okay well 
when you think about the four girls, how many girls are there in your school total? And he couldn't answer that question, but obviously it's more than four. But he is basing his entire um, response, approach, and decision to label himself as ever in the friend zone on four different girls who may not have felt the same way that he felt about them but four people is not a representative sample of you know the total number of girls in the school or the total number of opportunities that he has to connect with girls and so I told him like you know if you had told 50 girls that you liked them and every single one of them said no I want to stay in the friend zone that would at least have been maybe a tenth of the school But you're basing this decision you're making about yourself on four people, which is not even the majority of the girls in the school. So that's unfair to do to yourself. Another way this cropped up is around media. And it's actually something that members of the media mentioned at this event I went to a few weeks ago where top tier media had gathered to kind of network with people who were interested and getting their stories placed and and making those connections. And so one of the reporters, Libby Kane from Business Insider, mentioned that there is a home for your story somewhere. So when you think about pitching the media, oftentimes we will send out email pitches or make phone calls or try to connect with media around a specific idea. And then if we don't hear back or that story idea is rejected, we assume that it's a bad story idea. But what she was saying was it may not be a good fit for her or it may not be a good fit for one of her colleagues, but that doesn't mean it's a bad story and it likely will fit somewhere. You just have to keep trying. And so when I talked to the uh, participants in Maximum Exposure, because we are in the thick of pitching our ideas to the media every single month. Um, And we we talk about, okay, a part of this is volume and making sure that you are reaching out to a diverse set of journalists and a high number of journalists. So not just one, you can't hinge it all, hinge all of your success on one journalist, right? Like, Did you send it to five? Did you send it to 10? Did you send it to 20? But not just 20 pitches of you saying the same thing, but did you find 20 different people who may want to talk to you from 20 different angles? Like, did you do the legwork to uncover who may really be interested in what you have to say and share? Who is already covering that stuff, right? And like, who is looking for stories that that you can be positioned as an expert in? Who is looking for you and your specific expertise because they um, frequently produce stories on that topic? So, um, you know, trying to encourage everyone to stay vigilant, but also to broaden your your net widen your net widen your reach right like when I think about Connor and him saying okay I'm in the friend zone after four girls it's kind of the same thing as saying well I don't have um, something to offer the media after sending out four pitches right there are hundreds thousands hundreds of thousands maybe 
different media outlets from magazines to websites to newspapers to television shows to national and local to radio to podcasts. And you really can't say that your idea is no good if you've only reached out to one or two outlets um, and given them the chance to hear what you've got to say. That also goes with clients, right? So you can't say, well, nobody wants my services. No one wants my products. If you haven't done the work of getting in front of lots of different types of people and then lots of people at that. So don't give up on your idea uh, for your business. Don't give up on your idea for the media. Don't give up on love, right? If you have not um, cast a wider net to get in front of more people and get in front of the right people because you just may not have encountered the person who is the best fit for what you have to share. So that's my message for today from this beautiful garden courtyard patio thing. I'm going to enjoy the rest of this Americano and then I'm going to wrap up for my day and um, I guess get ready to do it all again tomorrow. But thanks for joining me and for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.